0: Hello there and welcome to take two with Jerry and Debbie. I'm Debbie Giorgiani and I've got my Christmas Santa hat on because um, it's tradition. Jerry is not with us today, he is listening though. He lost his voice, folks, so he needs prayers because he's working at the Basilica and so he needs a voice during the Christmas um, holidays. It's very important. So Jerry is listening. Jerry, take care of your, um, your throat, your voice. Uh, we need you back. Um, and you have me folks for the final, the final 2023 unscripted here at take two. Wow. How exciting. So anything you want to ask, anything you want to talk about, you want to revisit some past shows, you want to suggest some future topics for the new year, you want to cover pretty much anything, you want to ask some personal questions about what uh, Marty and I are doing over the holidays, the answer is nothing, not much. We're just trying to play catch up. So um, we can talk about it. And here is the number. Get ready. Start dialing right now because you are, are in for a very big treat today. We have a guest screener. Um, He is a celebrity screener and it is the one, the only Jack Williams. So when you call 833-288-3986, you will get the Jack Williams, not an AI Jack Williams. You will get the real Jack Williams. He is our celebrity screener today. What What an exciting treat today for the Take Two family. And we have Jeff Burson um, at the at social media. So I'm waving to everybody. Yes, I've got my Santa hat on. By the way, these Santa hats are very hot. You, you start to, I mean, they they bring in the heat on your head. It really does help if you're going out there when in the cold weather, I guess. Um, but it's tradition. So I'm wearing it uh, because Jerry and I like to do that every Christmas uh, season to just... Um, you know, celebrate with the Take-Two family. So Jeff Burson's at social media. I'm waving to you guys. Put on your Santa hats. Let's go and um, start um, commenting in. And then, of course, Ace McKay, our producer, is at the controls. He is a wonderful producer. So you've got a celebrity call screener today, Jack Williams. You don't want to miss this for the final unscripted for Take-Two. Uh, you only have me today, but I have you. So you're not going to leave me alone. I know you're going to fill up every single phone line plus. Why? Because we have to finish strong. We show up strong as a Take-Two family. We finish strong as the Take-Two family. So it's unscripted. You want to reflect back on the year 2023? Let's do it. We'll do it together as the body of Christ. 833 3986. That's the number to call. Okay, so uh, uh, Jeff is monitoring social media right now, so we've got activity there. You can always email us, take2 at ewtn.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, Jerry and Debbie Facebook page. Please make sure you like us there and then send it to your friends to grow the family. Very important because we have um, next week uh, the the uh, guests for next week, uh, the lineup of shows. And then we've got all sorts of tidbits for the new year. And then we're going to be launching right into our our 2024 uh, focus of Divine Mercy messages. Okay, so wait, we've got, um, boy, Jack is so fast and efficient. Look at this. We've got Jean in uh, Cleveland, Ohio, listening on our friends at The Rock. Hey, Jean, welcome to the the final Unscripted for 2023. Well, thank you so much, Debbie. Um, it's a pleasure to talk to
1: you again. But I just thought I thought it was really kind of clever when you think about how the Lord converted me very sneakily. <laughs> um, well, it started when I was in college. I had a couple of um, incidents that I don't particularly want to go into, but they just sort of left me with. And I don't know if I necessarily thought it out like this, but it was like, well, I can't, get, can't deal with these people. They're too religious. They're kind of nutty, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> So I, so in college, and to some extent after college a little bit, I just, you know, I did the things that I was supposed to do, at least for the most part. Sometimes after college I would miss math, but, you know. Um, right. um, but so anyway, during my junior year at St. Mary's College, um, being a music history major, we had to, for this one class, we had to write a short paper. On mm-hmm. whatever topic we wanted to write it out, instead of one big long-term paper. So, I had remembered hearing "For unto us a child is born" from the Messiah, and kind of liking it. And I thought, "Well, I'm going to listen to that." And it just really caught me by surprise musically, by surprise the rhythm, you know, how he did wonderful counselor, you know. Right. Right. Um, and so I wrote about that, and so then years later, I was down in Mississippi. I had left the Church for a short while, but had come back, and so it was It was about six months before I made Crisiel in 79, and I was reading for the first time, and we had had Old Testament history, but I was reading it for the first time myself on talking books, and it comes to the part in Isaiah, and I don't remember the chapter it's in, but it said, for unto us a child is born, for us a son is given, he, he's called Emmanuel, and I went, oh, that's the, end of the Messiah! <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I know the Bible came first, but that's just how my mind worked, and so I kind of noticed at least for a while that when I came that after I made Chrisille and was really getting involved in both you know sacred you know class uh, you know uh, um, traditional- sacred classical music and modern music like Saint Louis Jesuits, it seemed that okay. I would hear a I would hear something from the Bible, and I would say, "Oh, that's Da 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 da. I yeah. never really knew the chapters. I mean, I, I some of them I know from the New Testament, but if I don't know where it's from, and then I hear a song, oh, oh, okay, that's whatever song it is. Okay, mm-hmm. I know what it is. So, <laughs> right, right. I guess that's
0: well. Well, Jean, what 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 my takeaway from your uh, story, your journey, I love it. I love how you have that kind of wonder and surprise and that, that aha, you know, I you're making the connection, right? And, and it starts to hit you deeply in, in your spirit, in your soul. I love that, Jean. You know what I, I, I say to that? I say that's the Holy Spirit very alive in you. I think that is wonderful. I, I think we need uh, more of that. And that 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 excitement when things pop out in music or in word or in scripture, it it starts to um, um, ignite. a a huge amount of um, excitement for our God and our faith and our relationship. Jean, you're awesome. You're amazing. Thank you for starting us off on the final unscripted here on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie for 2023. You can call in. Come on, you guys. 833-288-3986. The final unscripted for 2023, and Jean from Cleveland, listening on The Rock, she got in first and shared her story, and we were just talking about it off air about just being excited about the faith, you know, let let the Spirit come alive. The Spirit is meant to move. You know, let's wake up and really engage in our faith, in our relationship with God. I love that. Jean, thank you so much for starting us off. Before we go back to the phones, we do have, um, the lines are just blinking away, and that's wonderful. It's a a Christmas tree already for Jack Williams. Um, He's answering very quickly. He's doing a fine job. So Jack, way to go. Uh, Before we go back to the phones, EWTN prayer request. For over 40 years, EWTN has been praying with and for people throughout the world. Today, we want to pray for anything that weighs on your heart, such as family members, health, or finances. It's our honor to pray for you. Please take a moment now and send us your prayer request at EWTN.com prayer. And it's all about the EWTN prayer requests. We believe in the power of prayer, folks. If you trust your prayer intentions to us, we promise to pray. But don't forget to pray for us, okay? its It goes both ways. We're the body of Christ. So please um, leave your prayer intentions today, ewtn.com prayer. Okay, so we will go to Joy. I love the name, Joy, in, in Grants Pass, um, listening on KJCR. And Joy, welcome to the final unscripted for 2023.
2: Thank you, and thanks for taking the call. Um, I just uh, wanted to comment on a couple callers that called in yesterday, how they uplifted me. Um, uh, One was Paul, and he was a deacon in his church, but a survivor of cancer, and how that touched him. And then another lady that was um, very touching, that she survived, and she thanked God for the gift Mm -hmm. of cancer. And so recently um, I, I almost turned off the radio station when I heard your topic yesterday because I thought, oh, it's way too slippery for me. I'm in a depressive state. I don't need to hear everybody's blessings and stuff. I just, you know, I just was feeling depressed because I, I've been recently um, diagnosed with high likelihood of a cancerous tumor on my pancreas. Mm-hmm. And it's small. It was, it was. Diagnosed as a fluke with another study I was having because I'd broken some ribs, and so I praise God for the broken ribs because that's what led them to diagnose this. Right. But um, I just, you know, I'm having to wait. You know, it seems like medical records from my one doctor's office got lost in another one, and you know, it was originally diagnosed on Thanksgiving Day, and you know, it, it's just frustrating right now trying to get. To wait for treatment, Mm -hmm. and, um, because I'm thinking, well, yeah, I was diagnosed early, but now I want treatment, so I can survive this thing, you know, and so, um, but then when they talked about how, how they praised God for their cancer, and, and it's so weird, because, um, I had prayed, um, my husband died in September, and I had prayed for God's direction in my life, and, um, and then, you know, this comes up and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, thanks, God. For, <laughs> right, right. For this, but, you know, uh, this is scary and it's not, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm not afraid of death, but I, I guess I'm afraid of le- leaving my, you know, family and that's sad. I mean, anyhow, so I just mm-hmm. want to be able to use this, right, you know. Right. Um,
0: so Joy um are you open to a couple things I just I feel it on my heart to share with you because I've been through cancer twice um I'm still in in this in in the midst of this second um the second cycle of this um but it's been a lot since 1994 up and down like a roller coaster ride but if you if you're open may I share just a couple things from my heart? Please. please. Okay. Okay. So First, um, if you feel comfortable, can you can you, I brought out the prayer book, I put you in the prayer book, joy, I put a star next to it, which means we are really going to um you know take it on serious we all we we take all prayers seriously but but when I put a star next to it, we just ramp it up even even more because you have things that you have to um um with treatment and doctors that are coming up right around the corner. so I put you in the book with a star next to it. Do you feel comfortable giving us your husband's? Um, first name because we pray for the living yeah. and the deceased.
2: Mm-hmm. His name was Dennis. It's Dennis.
0: <laughs> Dennis. Okay, all right. So just a couple things. Matthew nineteen twenty six. Matthew nineteen twenty six. I lived by it, Joy. First of all, I don't think there's any accident that your name is Joy. You got to keep the joy. You have to keep the joy. Hold on to the joy. Free fall into God's arms. In Matthew nineteen twenty-six, with God, all things are possible. It doesn't say when he's on a good day, if he feels like it, whatever. It says all things are possible. So hold on to that. And then hold on to the divine mercy messages. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Joy, if you had shadowed me every single day for five years, You would have thought that there was something wrong with my brain. I probably said, Jesus, I trust in you a thousand times a day. It's not that I'm OCD, although I do have some tendencies like that. Um, I'm not OCD. However, I had to keep building the trust no matter what, no matter the outcome. All I did was keep my focus on God and Jesus, I trust in you. I want to just share that with you because I promise you one thing about this. I I can't promise you the outcome. We don't know because it's all in God's plan. It's all within God's time. But I can promise you this. You will have that joy. You'll keep that joy. And that's so important. So I just wanted to, to virtually gift that over to you. And if you would practice that, I I just know that in twenty twenty four you'll you'll be calling the show saying I kept the joy, and it's a good that's a good thing that's a great thing. What do you say?
2: That sounds wonderful. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the counsel. I, I wrote everything down that you said.
0: <laughs> oh, good, good. Would you so. stay in yes, and stay in touch? Our email is take two at EWTN.com. It comes right to us. Okay. Okay,
2: thank you so much. The number two?
0: Yeah, either either way. The number two or you can spell it out. Either way it gets to us.
2: Okay, thank you so much. God Thank bless. you. Yeah.
0: Thank you, Joy. God bless you. Merry Christmas. I'm saying an uh, early Merry Christmas because next week we have new content shows that, um, have been prepared just for you. They are fabulous. I can't wait to listen to them when we recorded them. Uh, we were all saying the show team, uh, how great they are and, and that's next week, but they're new content shows. So I'm saying, um, uh, Merry Christmas now because, um, we, I won't, we won't be with you live. Um, so let's go back to the phones. Where are we going next? We're going to Barbara. Barbara is in Clifton Park, New York, listening on WOPG. Hello, Barbara. Welcome.
3: Hi, Debbie. Um, I have a few things I want to say, but I want to especially say that I've been praying for you for your second cycle. Thank you.
4: Thank uh, you. The last
3: I heard, it was very positive, but I'm, now I hear that you're still... Need the prayers, so I'm still praying about that. Thank you. Well, Thank you. so um, go right ahead. I want to congratulate Jerry. I'm so happy that he went back to the seminary. We <laughs> need good priests, and I'm so happy to hear about that. And but the most thing that I'm so happy about yesterday on your program, you talked about how you keep your nativity scene up all year long. And I do. I am so. Mm-hmm. Inspired to hear that because I have a beautiful nativity scene and I hate to take it down every year, but I'm going to keep it up now because of what you said. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, good, Barbara. So what I do is I take the little baby Jesus, and I and obviously um, in the towards the end of January, I take the baby Jesus out and then I put him in the back of the the nativity scene, so he stays right like in on the presentation table, but he's right behind of the scene. Um, and it is so wonderful. And I will tell you, Barbara, I have had so many people come into um, our home and they'll comment on that. They'll say that is so cool because it keeps your focus on, on, um, the incarnation and, and it's so true. And so I just wanted to say, I'm glad you're taking on that, um, kind of that tradition. That is wonderful. And let me know if you, let us know how, how people respond to it. Would you do that? I will. Uh, I have so many, um, I have so many uh, uh,
3: bl- uh, blessed pictures of Blessed Mother, just Hall about the Pope, John Paul, everything. I have so much, but this is the cream of the crop.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Very laughs> and if it cool. wasn't
3: for you, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't think it was possible. So thank you, Debbie, and God bless you, and Merry Christmas.
0: Thank you. God bless you, too, Barbara. Merry Christmas and a beautiful new year. Wow, that is so wonderful. What a great call. I love you guys. You know, I wish we could do this all day long. You guys are amazing. Angel's up next from Perrysburg, um, Ohio, listening on our friends at Annunciation Radio. Hi, Angel. Hello, my darling. (laughs) (laughs) I love you so much. Are you ready for a miracle?
5: (laughs) Am I ready? Oh, yeah. I think God is going to truly, truly bless you. I feel it in my heart. And I've been feeling it since my accident. Um, um, and I am so happy to be alive. And, mm-hmm. and I really believe that this has been a year of miracles for me and my family. Um, my brother, he had a tumor that was wrapped around his brain and around his carotid and came out after one day and had a picnic. He, he had one of the best doctors in Santa Monica, California. We flew him out there. And um, next day, he was he was fine. I had. Multiple, multiple, very dangerous breaks around my neck, my clavicle, my arm. Everything was just. I was, I was a mass of all kinds of fractures and and contusions and and the Lord came to me in a prayer with my brother, who we hadn't prayed in probably sixty years. Wow! And he called me in the middle of the night and said, "Let's let's have a healing prayer." And I didn't realize, but he didn't want to keep me in the hospital. I didn't realize I was going to have to sleep sitting up, if I could sleep at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so he said, let's listen to music, and then we're going to do the Our Father. And he did. We did it together. And in the middle of the Our Father, I felt Jesus was present. This was the night of the accident. Um, He was standing behind me as we were praying in the middle of the Our Father, I could feel a light, a yellow light all around me, and I could feel Jesus' hand on my shoulder. Wow. Which was totally totally crushed, even the bone to my neck, no, no support at all. My arm was a mess. The rotor cuff, everything was just a mess. Everything was destroyed. And when I went to the doctor the next day, the pain was so horrible in the car. We went in a rented car. He dropped, my daughter dropped me up, and, you know, she's a surge tech. And I sat there listening to the doctor telling me, your bones are already coming together.
6: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
5: He said, you know, "You've just got like cornflakes everywhere." But I'm I'm looking at this, and I'm seeing that your arm is already coming together. and giving this look like, "What do you want me to do?" He goes, and I just I said, "Let's let's just wait." Mm-hmm. He said, "Okay, come back in a couple days." And kept making more and more progress. It was an absolute miracle. If you could have seen, mm-hmm. I I just I just can't even explain. Sure, I, sure. I know that my board has been with me and my knee. I had necrosis in my knee, which I really didn't worry about, but everybody else was scared. And I looked down and I lost a four by six inch piece of my knee, mm-hmm. and I got like really upset. Called my daughter, went into the doctor, and they were freaking. And I said, "Stop! It was calm down because I feel Jesus, going to heal this." Now my knee is almost healed, um, and I've had no therapy, no cast, wow. maybe six Percocets, but I. Had divided up to help me sleep or get in the car mm-hmm. over the period and. Um it's just been an absolute
0: miracle but angel you know why I think that happens with you and in your faith journey because you are looking for the supernatural you are entering into the mystical side there's the world is telling us stay in a quote-unquote the world reality but that's not that's not where we belong we belong in in, we we have to enter into the to the supernatural and you see it God bless you for that and and thank you for sharing it with all of us and in your family and in your circle because that's important i i pray for all of us in 2024 we can enter into that level and 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 by your um uh, miraculous stories i think it enables us to build that confidence and go to go in that direction rather than what the world's telling us to go the way the world is is telling us what do you say angel yeah, that's
5: exactly right. When you get up in the morning, you get up for God. Don't get that's up for right. anybody else. Get up for God. And get it, get to the Eucharist as quickly as you can. Mm-hmm. And without fail, if you can get there, get there. Because that is your safety net. And that is your armor. The Eucharist is your armor. That is my armor. Amen. For every Amen. 40 years. And I haven't missed it unless it was during the during the. You know, the pandemic, which I I still stand out in front of the church while mass was going on because Mm -hmm. I wanted to feel his presence. But you had better get ready because
6: God has got a big
0: one for you. (laughs) Oh, thank
5: you. I love you for
0: that. I love you for that. Thank you, Angel. That was really, really sweet. Thank you for that gift. God bless you. That was amazing. But you know, she's right. Uh, Get connected. Get connected to God. Get connected to the divine in the Eucharist. Folks, please, it's available to us as as Catholic Christians. Amazing. Wow, that was a great call. If you want to get in on this final Unscripted for 2023, now is the time to do it, or you're going to miss out. 833-288-3986. Next week, we have brand new shows just for you. Um, uh, Obviously, Christmas, and then uh, Father Cedric Pisenia is going to be on the 26th. He is fabulous. Bishop Joseph Coffey on the 27th, 28th. Father Donald Calloway, 29th. Tim Staples. And January 1st, the Catholic and convert, wonderful couple, Steve and Becky Green. Amazing lineup of shows for Christmas. Wow. But this is your live unscripted for 2023 with me, Debbie Giorgiani. Jerry Usher is listening. So Jerry, take care of your voice. And please call us, folks, 833-288-3986. The final unscripted for 2023 here on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Uh, Before we get back to the phones, I want to send out a shout out. Congratulations to another member of the EWTN radio family. Eucharist Radio in Morganfield, Kentucky celebrates 14 years with us. Congratulations to Richard Nally and everyone at WEUC. From your friends here at EWTN Radio, think of it, folks, 14 years helping souls get closer to God, teaching about the Eucharist. Wow. Doesn't get any better than that. That's a little slice of heaven. Well, let's go to Anne, and Anne is in South Carolina on, on Catholic Radio in South Carolina. Hi, Anne. Welcome. Hi, Deb.
7: Oh, you have a gift that no one can compare it to. And, Aww. Jerry, I ask God to bless you. And, Jerry, you're amazing. And I hope and pray that more listeners come out of the woodwork to listen to you, too, because I think it will help them. And the world, you, too, have such a gift. So I wanted to ask you to bless my father's sister's birthday is tomorrow. And I wouldn't be, I lifted her up in Mass today. Mm -hmm. I go to Mass every day, but um, because Saturday is the Vigil Mass and we don't uh, lift up our, I mean, I could have done it privately, but I wanted it, Father says, and for your own intentions, and then I lifted her up. So her name is Peggy Conrad, and her family, uh, she lost a son before they passed away, she and her husband, Mm -hmm. Uh, his name is Daniel, Mm -hmm. and uh, his birthday actually was in November, But uh, And he had two children and a wife, so uh, it was a freaky car accident that he died instantly And Yeah, my father had to tell his sister that because his father was home doing work, and his mother, my father's sister, was right next to the condo in Florida. Mm -hmm. So uh, my dad, I don't know how he got the strength to do it, but he had to go over there and tell her that her son had passed away in a car accident and that she needed to fly home. So mm-hmm. it was very sad, but um, my dad. This is a very interesting week. Uh, the Pope's birthday was Sunday, mm-hmm. and my dad, my J- brother Jimmy's birthday was Monday. My dad's birthday was the twentieth, and his sister is the twenty-third. So, wow. it's, it, yeah, it's an amazing week. So uh, my dad's name was Doctor Donald Lintner, okay. and uh, Peggy Conrad was his sister, and my mm-hmm. brother Jimmy is his wife Lynn. Uh, His birthday was on Monday, so if you want to put their names in the book. And I wanted to ask for prayer, because I have a tumor in my right ear, Mm. and it's not cancer. It's called cholesteatoma, and I was diagnosed with it in Boca Raton, Florida, in 79, and Mm. uh, the doctor scared the daylights out of me. (laughs) My father called her and said, You know, because she said, you want to be deaf at 19 and you have to go to the hospital right away. And while I didn't know what to do, I didn't didn't have anybody with me. Two friends from college drove me there to the doctor's office. Well, anyway, the tumor is back, but because of scar tissue, they don't see much on the film. And I woke, I've been suffering with sinus problems. And Mm -hmm. now underneath my eyelashes, above my cheekbone, it looks like I go into mass and people are like, who beat you up? Oh. oh my gosh! It looks like somebody took a razor and like mm-hmm. sliced it underneath my eyes. So mm-hmm. they had me on okay. levofloxacin, which is right. like cipro, but um, and I've been on it for three—I I mean, the whole month of uh, December—and right. that's a long time. So, but
0: but uh, Anne, Anne, as you just shared that, I have to—I have to jump in. I thought of immediately uh, three um, saints. I need you to Saint Charbel. Padre Pio, and, and he's on the road to full canonization. Blessed Carlo Acutis. I want you to ask the three of them to help you with this. Would you do that? Yes, I will. It's Carlo
7: Acutis and Padre Pio, who I pray. I pray, uh, you know, I listen to your show, and I, I acknowledge everything you say. You're really gifted. Oh, and God. I thank the Lord every day for your gift that you can spread to the world. God has enlightened you to the whole world.
0: Oh, so, thank you, thank you so much, welcome. Anne. Please, please, please pray for us. But Saint Charbel, don't forget Saint Charbel. Very active right now.
7: Okay. And
0: actually, right. actually, actually, I'm going to add one more. Anne, I'm sorry, I've got to do one more. It just came to me. Uh, Saint Mary of, of Jesus Crucified. She's um, Mariam Barotti. Barati. Um That's her. That's her um, sister name. But it's Saint Mary of Jesus Crucified. crucified. Um, and, you know,
7: I always say, crucified Jesus, have mercy on the whole source of purgatory. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. but but she's very active. She helped me, oh. Anne. She helped me. Oh. Okay. Yeah.
7: Okay, God bless you, Deb, have a Merry Christmas to you and your husband and family. And please tell Jerry I wish he and his family a very blessed Christmas.
0: I will. Thank you so much. And Merry Christmas to you as well. Thank you. What a beautiful call. Um, let me just, it's, it's uh, Sister Mariam, Mariam Barati, I believe. If somebody could confirm that, uh, Ace, if you could, or, or Jeff, or I know Jack is super busy answering calls. But we'll go to uh, Mary in Watsworth, Ohio, listening on our friends at The Rock. Hi, Mary. Hi, Thanks Debbie. for waiting.
8: Hi, Hi, Debbie. You're a great inspiration to me. I listen to you every day. I'm calling today um, because you mentioned Carlos Acutis quite a bit and Father Padre Pio and the subject of angels. I would like to know, could you give me Mm -hmm. names of books Mm -hmm. that I could read, especially on these three
0: Absolutely. Okay. Well, the first I would definitely recommend um, the my son Carlo, um, who, the book that was written by um, Antonia Salzano Acutis, the mother of of Blessed Carlo Acutis. My son Carlo, I would read that book. It is it, is, it was a game changer for me. I would also, there's a a lot of books on Padre Pio, but Padre Pio is mentioned throughout uh, everybody else's books. So you can pick up a lot of what... um, Padre Pio felt and believed in in his own relationship with angels through other stories. I would recommend Joan Carroll Cruz's book, Angels and Devils. Um, It's a fabulous book. It is one of the ones that I just, I always go to. It is amazing. Now, if you want a lighter read, if you're kind of going to sleep at night and you want a lighter read, but it's very good, is Peter Crafe's book, um, Angels and Demons. And I hope I have that right because I always get the... The demon angel part wrong um but you'll get it peter yeah angels and and demons is peter kraft i believe and then um joan carol cruz angels and devils and then blessed carlo Acutis, my son carlo um by his mom it's a fabulous book the reason why, Mary, these books are so powerful is because the, we, it, the truth of the angels, the, the belief in angels is a truth of our faith, okay, that you, we say it in the, in the, um, in the creed, though invisible, invisible, seen and unseen. That's the truth of the angels, right? And St. Thomas Aquinas did a fabulous job helping along with St. Augustine and uh, other saints and the church doctors, uh, doctors of the church, um, helping us shape the theology of angels. However, it's never really been put into um, a place that's all together for us to kind of grasp it. Because believe it or not, Mary, it's huge. It is gigantic to believe in angels. There's a whole network on the other side of the veil working on our behalf. I mean, we think we live in a in a crazy, busy world. You should see where their how their network is working. I mean, it's 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 gigantic, and it's all connected, and it and it's helping us. It's ministering to us here on earth. But these books and and the lives of the saints, especially Padre Pio and Blessed Carlo Acutis, because they had such a strong devotion to the angels, will help us on the journey. It will strengthen our faith and our confidence in the angels to guard us, to guide us, to illuminate our mind, to strengthen our will so that we can walk this walk and we can get back home to the Lord. I don't know if, and and then there's Opus Angelorum, Opus uh, Sanctorum Angelorum, Yes that's the uh work of the holy angels it's a website it's dot org it's a beaut. they're dedicated to the angels. they have questions and answers they have consecration to the angels all sorts of things they They did a fabulous work opus angelorum i don't know if all, I kind of threw that all together mary, but does that does that help to get you started for the new year it, it
8: It does very, very much so and I would like to interject just briefly sure I am going to be seventy years old in March. And when I was 38, I was diagnosed with a disease of the bone marrow. I was put on chemotherapy by mouth, and I was told I had to stay on that for the rest of my life. I was on the drugs, three of them, for six months.
3: Mm
8: -hmm. As I speak today, I am drug-free and have been since those six months. And I got a second opinion. Mm -hmm. And they said, I did have the disease, and I had to stay on these drugs. I pleaded with our Lord. My mother was alive at the time and widowed. I don't want to go, but if it's your will that I come to you, then so be it. But please, I I really want to stay here for her. And he understood all that, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. And I can only say that I went into alternative or natural medicine, Right. And they took me off the medication, and they showed me ways of how to stay cancer-free. Diet is huge, and mm-hmm. eating organically is even bigger. And to keep the body alkaline, because when the body is alkaline, and that might sound strange to anyone listening, but when the body is alkaline, cancer cannot survive in the body.
0: When it is acidic, cancer thrives. Something for your readers. Mm-hmm. Listeners, absolutely, and you know, Mary, I'm I'm praise be to God. What an amazing journey you've been on! But I just want to say we're going to do more health and wellness shows in 2024. So I hope you you do stay tuned in, and you can call in and share some of what you have gone through and what you have learned from it. Because I think when we walk together and support one another, you know, we're not making any medical claims or anything like that, or any you know. But we we can we can support one another and give each other a, a broader perspective on this. So we. We don't have to feel like, wow, this is the only way I have to attack this thing. And, and there's so many other levels to it. So, Mary, I couldn't agree more. Um, I just want to thank uh, Jack Williams. He did a great job. It is confirmed. Angels and Demons is Peter Crave's book. Angels and Devils is Joan Carol Cruz's book. And then it is um, uh, from the... Our, um, Our previous caller, St. Mary of Jesus crucified, Mary and Barati. Okay, we got it all. Mary, you're awesome. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much and a happy new year. Okay, we're going to move to our friend Jose in Denver, Colorado, listening on Catholic Radio Network. Oh, Jose, uh, Jerry's going to be so jealous he wasn't here to say hi to you. So I'll say hi to you (laughs) for him.
9: Merry Christmas to you ahead of time. We (laughs) are like on the the vespers of the vespers of the Christmas. I was uh, driving yesterday downtown, and uh, the fire department were hanging uh, reeds right in front of our cathedral. So I'm looking forward for midnight mass with Archbishop.
0: Oh, nice. Oh, it's, Archbishop Aquila. Oh, tell him I yeah. said hello. Tell him Jerry and I said hello. And we missed we we always think back to our trip to the Holy Land together on pilgrimage. So tell him we said hello.
9: I sure would. I was him out right after Mass.
0: Okay. Very um, good. Go right ahead. So... Uh, we are in the most wonderful
9: time of the year, uh, and we are so busy running from one place to another. Uh, in my case, I, I'm an office manager, and I have to manage up to like 30 people and deal with city inspectors and troll parties and make sure that everyone that we deal with gets a little something from us. Uh, a couple of days ago, I went to Cherry Creek Mall. Uh, it's one of the like, upscale malls here in the city. And I went just yes, to watch the show. I literally went, got some pretzels, a lemonade, sat down at the mall, and started people-watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, we forget to be thankful. Mm-hmm. We forget not to put Christ in Christmas. Uh, with what I do, I tend to go to people's houses and I ask everyone, are you ready for Christmas? And some people say yes, some people say no. Uh, but the question is, are we ready for Christmas? And are we ready for Christ's Mass? Are we ready to celebrate? Because we fell into the tradition, church tradition. No, mm-hmm. this is not a tradition. This is a celebration. We are celebrating an event that changed humanity for good. We are celebrating an event where Mary gave us Jesus through the power of God so He would come and save us from mm-hmm. or misery. And mm-hmm. we forget to be thankful. And at the meantime, uh, me, after being in my deep depression that you guys, without even knowing, walked with me through it for three years because I've been mean, listening to your show, what is it, eight years that you guys been on mm-hmm. earth? Yeah, eight
0: and a half years. Uh, I've mean, been mm-hmm.
9: listening it. And I've been listening to your show ever since then. And you guys have been in my journey of change and understanding and learning Mm. and all that. (laughs) And we forget to be thankful. So today I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for Jerry. I'm thankful for everyone that works good in the network. I'm thankful for my Angelica. But also, in my thankfulness, we cannot forget. And you live in Arizona. You are like from the line that we forget the immigrant, we mm. forget the poor, we forget the needy. And none of these traditions that we do, nothing really matters if we put our faith in action by being more mindful and understanding of the person that is right next to us. Mm. Yeah. We cannot be celebrating Christmas. And if I see a homeless last night, it broke my heart. I was driving through downtown Denver again, and got to see this elderly. He was probably in his 80s, mm-hmm. uh, seven, late 70s, early 80s. I don't know. I'm just assuming his age. I don't know. And he was holding a sign. He he looked clean. He didn't look like uh, he belonged in the streets, mm-hmm. but he was asking for money. And we forget that in that person is the image of Christ. We forget yeah. that those people crossing the border right now that we don't want to have here because there's too many of them, and it's not the right way to do it. But all those people don't even want to be here in the first place because that was my case when I was 15 years old. Mm -hmm. I was not asked, but I was put in the situation. And it might be a little bit different, but they don't want to be in the situation where they have to leave Mm -hmm. everything behind and come over to... A new new, reality
0: place. Right, right. But Jose, you know what, you're saying so many powerful things. Let me just um, share this with, um, with what you're saying. And then to, um, to continue on. I loved how you said faith in action. I loved that and that's what we're called to to do and be we're the we're the mystical body of Christ and we're to we're to go out there like mother teresa did and and be christ to one another and if we stay in that place if we have that mindset that attitude that disposition God will make things well. God will make things right. We will will understand. We'll be revealed the plan when we're ready to handle it. And we can do it. And we just have faith and trust. And we keep um, walking the walk and talking the talk. Jose, I just want to say the whole show team here, we we are grateful for you. We absolutely love you. Thank you so much for gracing this uh, final unscripted today. Uh, for 2023. Before we get back to the phones, I just wanted to share 48 Hours of Christmas starts Christmas Eve morning on EWTN Radio. It's an EWTN radio tradition, the 48 Hours of Christmas. Join us all day, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day for special programs, music from around the world and so much more. It is just amazing. Meditations, solemn mass of Christmas Eve from the Basilica of the National Shrine of the Immaculate Conception in Washington, D.C. and the EWT radio Christmas card made up of Christmas favorites and Christmas greetings from the EWTN radio team. So uh, check it out, folks. The 48 hours of Christmas. Okay, back to the phones. We're going to go super fast now. This is like lightning round here because um, we've got so many calls coming in and people want to share before the end of uh, 2023. So Frank in Alexandria, Virginia on Guadalupe Radio Network. Hi, Frank. Welcome.
10: Hi, Debbie. Thanks. I've, I've become a regular caller.
0: <laughs> well,
10: <laughs> yes, you have, I, I and I love it. A, I, I've become, uh, well, I was going to say I lost my train of thought, uh, but uh, uh, I have an amusing story, depending on your perspective. Uh, I was at the food bank yesterday, and after they gave me, let me have 31 pounds of food, uh, I said thank you just like Elvis would after <laughs> his concert. Thank you very much. <laughs> and, and, you know, of course, everybody laughed. But right. uh, I don't think the evil one liked my person very much. And he I woke up the next morning with pain on my hip and my lower leg. And I'm going, how can I, how can I usher a Christmas Eve mass if, if I can hardly walk? Mm-hmm. So, anyway, just wanted to request some prayer if you could. And I appreciate it. And Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.
0: Thank you so much, Frank. And I love your joy. Keep that joy, Frank. You are amazing. And keep calling in the 2024 year, okay? Thank you. Okay, Molly in Maryland is is up next on EWTN. Hi, Molly. Hi, Debbie. Um, First, this is my mother's birthday,
4: so she passed Aww. away. But her name is Roseanne Roseanne O'Brien Daly, and very joyful, loving woman. And it's kind of interesting that today is the last time to call because I love you, Debbie, and I want the take two callers to know: um, perfect love drives out fear. One John four eighteen. And Debbie, you who stand tall, Co- coaching, and a wonderful nun that I knew. 40-plus years ago, Sister Gail Lambert, who is missionary servant of the Most Blessed Trinity. She wrote in a Christmas card, May you see the ordinary through God's eyes and be filled with Christmas blessings. So I just want to publicly say thank you to Sister Gail, who, when Mm -hmm. I was in my 20s, um, loved me with um, the love of Christ, and thank you to you, Debbie. And Mm -hmm. um, there are people that you meet in life that um, uh, just show God's love. People call in and say how God talked to them, but you and Sister Gail spoke to me, loved me, um, and that's how I got to know that I can trust God in all things. God works for good. So I just want to say thank you, Debbie. You are just amazing. You are the the hands, feet, and everything else of Jesus for me, and this (laughs) Sister Gail Lambert, who is now in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. So Merry Christmas, and I'm grateful for you, Debbie and Sister Gail.
0: Oh, thank you, Molly. I put everybody in the book and your family as well, and let's go for a really wonderful 2024. Thank you so much from That was from your heart, and I just love you for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Lydia is up next in Midland, Texas on Guadalupe Radio Network. Hi, Lydia. Hi there. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I wish I had another hour though cuz we have almost full phone oh, I lines. Know. Yeah. Oh, oh
6: I, I just want to let you know that uh, my friend, Marilyn, I wish you, you need to put her in the prayer book because she lost her son um, uh, three years ago, and then her daughter last year from cancer, oh, and no. uh, and oh. then her husband just died yesterday. And, oh, and I'm no. so hoping you can put her in the in the prayer book because they're so devout Catholics. And she's okay. such a wonderful person, and okay. I'm not kidding you. She's, I mean, we did a lot of uh, volunteer work up in the poor people. Mm-hmm. Please pray for my friend Marilyn and AJ and and, and, and her daughter uh, Lisa and her son Chris. And mm-hmm. uh, because my heart is breaking. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, it's so sad yeah. that you lose your son and your daughter and yeah. now you're And, and right. my
3: heart is breaking for her. And I was hoping you could please pray
0: right. for her. Okay, absolutely. We've got Marilyn in the book. Now here's what you need to tell her. She's got a gigantic family around her praying for her. The angels and the saints are so close to her. Lydia, please let her reassure her of that constantly. Feel that. Look like like angel spoke earlier when when she called in. Look for the supernatural. Look for the divine. Okay? God will reveal himself. I could feel the Holy Spirit as I'm saying that right now, Lydia. Okay? We keep the joy we keep the peace even amidst all the sorrow and sadness and loss but we hold on knowing that the network on the other side of the veil is working on our behalf okay
6: yes and and you know she she says masses for her family all the time in church she's a very devout catholic i mean we, we right now we're at the live center and we have rosary every friday at noon and we're fixing to say a, pr- a prayer for the unborn baby so they don't get aborted So we're over here right now, fixing to start at 12, but I was so hoping, hoping, hoping. I said, please, God, please, God, help me get through
3: so I can be on
6: the
0: show for Maryland." And yeah. I thank you so much for helping me today. Absolutely. Well, we've got you in the book, too. So so remember, hold on to the joy. Hold on to the joy. Don't let anything rob you from the joy, even amidst the sorrow. Okay, we got to keep that joy. Um, real quickly, we're going to get to Mary in Atlanta, uh, Atlanta, Georgia, on our Friends at the Quest. Hi, Mary. Hi. I'm, I'm
11: going to do this real quick because I know you're in a hurry.
0: This is a Christmas tradition that uh,
11: kind of left over from your yesterday's show. Uh, mm-hmm. My husband and I decided that our grown children didn't need anything, and our grandchildren got so many gifts, they didn't even know what they got. Right. So we decided, no gifts. And what we do is we give them something for the homeless. So uh, one year, I remember the first year we did this, my little granddaughter opened her gift, and it was a can of tuna fish. And it had a note, we're giving you 50 cans of tuna fish. She looked at this and she said, I don't even like tuna fish. But what they get is Mm -hmm. somebody gets power bars, somebody gets bottles of water, Mm -hmm. somebody gets tuna fish, somebody gets cheese and crackers, and a whole bunch of things. And then after everybody opens their gift, we form an assembly line and we put all these things together and make snack bags. And then they vote on where the snack bags are going to go. And every year they vote Mm -hmm. on a different place.
0: I love it. And, I love it. Uh, so
11: that's it. what we give our kids for Christmas Ma- now.
0: Mary, that is brilliant. Thank you so very much for imparting that to us. What a great tradition. I love it. Paul from Virginia, I put, in, um, I put you in the prayer book, so God knows the intentions and the requests. Also, folks, if you can pray for a dear dear new friend of mine, Lucas, who's in Alabama. He, he needs a job. He needs good uh, uh, good employment. Please pray for Lucas. And I um, want to thank the show team, our celebrity screener, Jack Williams. You did awesome. Matt Gabinski, our regular screener. You're amazing. Jeff Burson on social media. You are incredible. Ace McKay, our producer. Wow. That ace is the best. Um, From all of us here at EWTN, wishing you, the Take-Two family, a joyous Christmas and a prosperous, prosperous new year. See you in 2024.